It's playoff time, and that means big stakes and even bigger promotions. Every day of basketball's playoffs, DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. The best part? It's free to get your shot at these daily cash prizes. DraftKings will be offering two free-to-play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during the day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which teams will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pool page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson. Chase Croshaw with me today. And Chase, already on episode 50 in season two. It's phenomenal how quick this has gone by. Um, recording a little bit late tonight, but that's OK. We're excited for the episode. Yeah, we are. You know, I, I love talking about, you know, looking at my windows and kind of explaining what's going on. But I'll come my window and I see just pitch black. Uh, there, there's nothing going on uh, for whatever reason. Uh, we have a pretty lit street, uh, um, like on, on our actual road at least. But even looking outside, I, I, I think there's got to be a couple lamps out or something because there's just it's just blackness. So a little weird recording in this setting. But I mean, season one, you know, with, with my funky schedule, we, we did it all the time anyway. It's just I've just been a while since we've done it. Absolutely. It is 1253 in the morning on Sunday. So Saturday night, Sunday morning. Uh, we are doing this because... Unfortunately, it's a little bit of a different episode today. It's going to be a little bit shorter, but first, before we get into what's going to be happening, I just want to say happy Monday. Hope that your week is as beautiful as you are. Um, so, Thank like you. I said, uh, I was. Oh, no, that's that's a listener, no, wasn't it? No, 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 yeah, yeah, Chase, you, you too. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Too swell. Um, but yeah, today, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. Uh, not much has happened yet. The Tampa series hasn't kicked off. We will be previewing that in this episode. Um, we're going to talk about the playoff landscape. There's been a series or two that has been finalized since the last time we guys we talked to you guys. And then we are going to be talking a little bit about fantasy football because, Chase, tomorrow's a big day. We've got two dynasty drafts, so we're going to be talking about that after the commercial break. If you're not interested in that, that's completely fine. You can go ahead and click off once we hit the commercial break. If you are, awesome, because fantasy football, it's one of our passions, Chase. Oh, It, it, it definitely is. You know, it's it's something I love doing. I know you love doing. Um, I've been getting way more into it the last couple of years, too. It's something that I've explored as, you know, maybe a, even a career path, uh, just, you know, whether it be 
podcasting, writing, you know, whatever the hell doing it just, you know, it's just something I just enjoy so much for whatever reason. So I'm super excited for tomorrow. Uh, you know, I thought there was going to be at least at some point in time where this draft wasn't going to be happening until like July and it was just going to eat at me because I just want to get this over with. I don't want to keep trying to trade picks and stuff. I just want to make my picks and be done. So I, I look super forward to tomorrow. Yeah, we're lucky that we have just two amazing commissioners for the two leagues because without them, <sighs> we'd be nowhere. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, but Chase, let's hop into some Tampa stuff. We are going to preview the Carolina series uh, with them this upcoming round, this round two. I mean, they're a good team. Carolina's a good team. They've proven to us and I think the whole world that goaltending, not as big of an issue as we all thought it was. The goalie stepped up. The young player stepped up. However, we are the Tampa Bay Lightning. We are the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is one hell of an observation. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Uh huh. Well, but, uh, we aren't personally, but like, you know, the team is. Hey, you know what? It's, <laughs> you, you don't get paid big bucks to be literal. You get paid big bucks to be, uh, what? what's the word? Metaphorical. Okay. okay, that works too. Both those work. But uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it's going to be a, a pretty entertaining series because Carolina, they get they get it done in a different way than most teams in the NHL. Like they're obviously not a, you know, a tremendous goaltending team, but they have goaltenders that do step up to the plate. You know, Neto Jokovic plays pretty well if he needs to. Peter Morezic can play well if he needs to. It, like their guys, they, they can step up, you know, when, when the moment shines. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, if Carolina's hot. They're not an easy team to beat. But at the same time, if neither of these goalies can get in a groove, this could also be a route. Yeah, absolutely. And this was the series I was looking forward to most for round two. Um, obviously, we talked about how Carolina and Nashville, that series wasn't decided yet the last time we ta- we came and talked to you guys. But thank the Lord we got Carolina because Nashville I, I mean, I I still would have loved to watch because it's Tampa, but Nashville versus Tampa isn't even close to the excitement that Carolina versus Tampa is going to bring. So super excited for that. Super excited. It should be pretty offense forward. Uh, I think really the only concern is if their goalies are playing well and if their young guys are are on fire, then then we got to worry. But when you just look at overall roster, this Tampa team is just so much more talented, better goaltending. The defense, I would say, is better, even though the Carolina Hurricanes still have a good defense. And then once you got Kucherov, Point, and Stammer on the front end, like you don't, you're not going to find a team with as much talent on the front. No, and you know, especially when you're you know comparing Tampa Carolina here, I mean, like Tampa just outnumbers in, in every every aspect. So in theory, think about it that way. This this should essentially be an easy series, but we know in the NHL nothing's an easy series. Uh, we remember a couple seasons back about the uh, unspeakable series. So it, nothing's ever guaranteed here in this league. So um, you know, regardless if they're the best team in paper in every aspect, you got to come to play. Absolutely. Well, Chase, it is now time for predictions. So Carolina, Tampa, how many games is it going to go? Who is going to take the series? So I, I am going to go with Tampa Bay. Uh, I just think they are just truly That's the better weird. team. And isn't that crazy? Uh, <laughs> they, 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 they're just the, the better team when it comes down to it. Uh, they're fairly healthy right now. Obviously, you know, they're, they're like Barker Goodrow is not going. But other than that, uh, a lot of the very important pieces are healthy. So th- this could be a series, you know, kind of it, it could really be one way, like one way or the other and no one between. It could be done in four games or it's, it's going seven is really what I think. And I'm going to lean seven because I don't think Carolina is going to, you know, go out without a fight and they're going to play pretty well. So this is going to be a seven game series, uh nail bite here. We're going to be shitting our britches a little bit, but it's going to be one fun series. 
I hope so, because that would be amazing, an amazing series that I'm already excited for. If you're telling me it's going to Game 7, and hell, let's even throw in an extra 6 overtime. Okay, maybe not 6, but let's throw it to an overtime <laughs> game as well. <laughs> do not give me another one of those 14 long period-long games. That was torture watching. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it was so funny, because that game, um, I had work at... I think I think well I I had work at like eight or whatever but it went eight a.m. and it went until I think three or four. The game was on at twelve, so I was scared I was gonna miss it. I didn't miss it. I got to watch it until like nine p.m. or however long it went. You saw more than half the game. Yeah, which is just absolutely crazy. So not hoping for one of those, but I mean, if it goes to one overtime or a freaking buzzer beater shot, buzzer beater goal. Um, for Tampa in Game Seven, that would be absolutely awesome. But I'm gonna predict Tampa in six. I think uh, it's gonna be a good series. But I, I think with Kucherov and Stammer both healthy, they're going to grind down these goalies, and uh, they're gonna be able to hold for a little bit, but not long enough. So Fair. I'm going six. But either way, Tampa taken in both of our minds. So that's great to see. But Chase, we'll move to. The overall playoff landscape, uh, we mentioned how Carolina and Nashville wasn't settled yet. It is now um, another series that wasn't settled as of recording, but was settled later that night. Vegas over Minnesota. That was a pretty good series to go games. Wait, no, it only finished yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it went to a game seven. So um, it was a good little game. I, I or a good little series, I should say. I don't remember the game too much because we had quite a few pops last night, but it was a good series. Yeah, there definitely was a few wobbly pops in there. Uh, it was a fun time. I love that term. Um, but I, I kudos to, to Minnesota that, you know, they held in well. Flurry really is the only reason Vegas won. So if he can keep it up, Vegas can continue to be a good team. If not, they're going to see some struggles. Uh, they had a much harder matchup coming up. We'll talk about that eventually. But I, I got to give credit to Minnesota, man. I mean, we looked at them during the season. We're like, this is actually kind of becoming a fun team. They found their way in the playoffs. They fought to game seven. And I mean, the future's looking bright. We saw that, you know, Kaprizov, is the real deal. Uh, you, you got young guns coming up like Matthew Boldy, Marco Rossi, Alexander Kovanov, Kalen Addison stepped up and played pretty well on the, on the defensive end. You already have a solid decor. I mean, the, the team, they got a lot of pieces and another guy too was underrated. Joel, Joel Erickson, he's just an awesome two way player for that team that they've, They've got some legitimate pieces to become a, a pretty good contender here in the next couple seasons. It's exciting. Yeah, for sure. And then a guy you didn't mention, but I, I just love him so much. I think he's stepped up his game since coming over from Nashville. Kevin Fiala, he's yeah. he's such a, a flashy good player, and I love watching him out there with Kaprizov. So um, good little team to keep an eye on going forward. But, Chase, we have two matchups to talk about here. Um, New York versus Boston. This already game one, game one already happened. Boston took it. Uh, it wouldn't have skewed my thoughts on this series. I think Boston and five is where I'm going. Um, not super surprised they took game one. How about you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same boat. I, I think Boston's going to win this one fairly handily. I, I think five games is fair. Just to be different than you, I'll go six. Maybe the Islanders can squeak one more out. Um, but I, I think it's going to be closer games than what we saw in game one going forward. But at the same time, it's, it's like always just a little bit out of reach for the Isles. For sure. And then the final matchup to talk about Colorado versus Vegas, the two really powerhouses coming out of the West, at least thought of in the beginning of the season, I think still thought of now. So who are you thinking between Colorado and Vegas? I, it's 
it's got to be Colorado. This this one's going to go seven if Flurry can continue to play how he is, or if Leonard has to go and he's still a very good goalie too. Uh, it's all going to be about the goaltending in Vegas is, is what it comes down to. Um, I, I really think that the Avs are, have like, every advantage about the goaltending here in this one. So it, it's going to be you know tough for Vegas to beat that way. But at the same time, if you have a hot goaltender, you're just you're not beating them. So it's going to go seven because Vegas is at least going to steal a few with their goaltending. But Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Gabriel Landeskog, Kale McCarr, Samuel Girard, uh, that that team they just they they got everything you need, and they're nice and young too. They're ready to take the series. I don't know why, but I've since the playoffs started, I've kind of just had a feeling that it was going to be Colorado versus Tampa. So that means I'm going Colorado here as well. I'm down for a seven game series. Um, I'll go same answer as you. So excited for that one to kick off. Also excited for Winnipeg to play in another series. However, Toronto choked again Mm, tonight. A game seven coming up between Toronto and Montreal. Brutal. Just brutal for Toronto fans. I feel bad for you guys. That sucks. But it is pretty damn funny. I thought it was just a Boston Bruins thing. No, it's a Toronto Maple Leafs thing. They, they just love love blowing. I uh, the three to one, three to one. If it's three to one, they're they're not they're not finishing. They're they're blowing it. The series is three to one, and it looks like they're blowing it. It's too funny. Um, if they really lose to Montreal here, I Winnipeg's gonna go in and they could be borderline sweeping it again because Montreal just does not have it in them to win that many more games. They really don't. And if Toronto makes it through, what would be your prediction then? You think Winnipeg can still squeeze it out? I think they could. I think Toronto would be a little. If Toronto wins in Game Seven, they're gonna. It's gonna be a reality check game for them. They're like, why we should not let that game go to Game Seven as it was. We gotta we figure our shit out right now. And they'll have some serious talks and some serious deep diving. And it'll be a lot tougher of a series in there in round two. Uh, I can see that one going either way at that point. I think it would go seven games. Um, I, I'm going to say, though, either way, whoever Winnipeg plays, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say they're going to win. Just based on what I've seen so far, uh, Winnipeg is just pressing the most of those Canadian teams. Yeah, I talked about in the first series against Edmonton how I'm pulling for Winnipeg because of the Michigan boys. I don't care who comes out of Toronto or Montreal. I'm still pulling for the Michigan boys for at least this round. So I want to push Winnipeg into the conference championship. Well, is it is it even considered the conference championship this year? <sighs> this is the third round. Let's call it the third round. Okay, Anyways. yeah, third round. So that'll do it for our little playoff preview. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. On the other side of the commercial break, we're talking fantasy football. Uh, we're just too excited for tomorrow. We can't not talk about it. If you're interested, stick around. If not, we'll see you next time. Hey, hockey fans, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. We host the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We're lifelong hockey fans who talk about the game and the lifestyle. Our guests include professional hockey players. My rookie party had to wear Speedo, and then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. Here we go, Gaber. What do you got to say? And it's kind of <laughs> like, you know better than that now, boys. I got dressed for the Bruins. You get a phone call. He's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. I started playing the like, dun, 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 and I turned it around and it had the Olympic rings and said, we did it. NHL team hockey reporters. I actually took the Stanley Cup to this ice bar where they've got now girls around them and I've got a fur coat on. <laughs> I wonder who, who he shoot checked over here. And then I looked down at my favorite Hockey fans. The entire bar was lined with guys 
in King's jerseys. We quickly realized, oh my gosh, this is the dad's trip. And we bring unique hockey stories to light. Coming back to England, 24 right. rings in the entire country. That's where the problem starts with the sport of ice hockey here. Canadian Blind Hockey Association, those few kids we interviewed, their whole week is built around Sunday at the rink. They're just hockey players. We don't agree on everything. Pineapple goes on pizza. <gasps> no, it does not. <laughs> I think it does. But we do agree that there are many people and places that build the House of Hockey. New episodes every Tuesday. Come on in to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. And we're back. And this is where the podcast changes for the first time ever. We're talking fantasy. This is the first time, right? Uh, we might have mentioned stuff before, but we didn't like spend really time on it, I don't think. Yeah, and I know we've talked about football in general a couple of times with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously Super Bowl champs. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure if we went too in-depth with any fantasy. But Chase, we're both in two dynasty leagues. Both have their rookie drafts tomorrow. Uh, both of us have some pretty high draft capital in each draft. So how excited are you? Um, what are you most excited for? Are you excited for the picks? Are you excited for the good food that's going to be there? Just hanging out with the amazing people? I am 100% most excited for the picks. That's that's not even a question. Uh, the food's going to be fantastic, too. The people are, you know, they're, they're just they're just people. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it, it's going to be fun. It, it, it's a, We got a pretty good group for our two leagues. Um, you know, a, a lot of people pretty like-minded um they're you know they all love football of course a lot of them you know they, they love like other sports too hockey baseball basketball there's always there's always stuff to talk about um you know i, I look very forward to adding to my two rosters because uh, you know i'm in two di- different stages in, in both these leagues so it's gonna be fun having kind of different draft strategies um and then you know especially with mj she's cooking up buffalo chicken dip and cookies the food's gonna be fantastic too so really everything going tomorrow it's just exciting it is for sure and i the one thing i'm worried about is when I'm looking forward to something the next day, like to an extreme amount, I never sleep well. So I'm hoping I can get some good rest tonight and my draft strategy, which is none. I haven't really come up with any draft strategy. I just, I know most of the players, I mean, for WNP, we watch every, not every college players film, but we watch a lot of film. So we know a lot of these players already. So I'm excited for it. Um, Chase, let's talk about Johnny's league. I've got the first overall pick. You have the second and third overall pick. We all know, or we both know where we're going already. So let's talk about that. I'm going Najee Harris first overall, and that means you are going. Jamar Chase second overall and Kyle Pitts third overall. Absolutely. So for any of you dynasty nerds out there listening, um, that's where we're going. I know in my league, um, we don't pick until five and six and how the board looks like it's going to pan out is Najee and then either ETN or Javante Williams at two. And then you have the other running back in Jamar chase at three and four. So Kyle Pitts is going to drop to five. Chase, what made you want Kyle Pitts at number three rather than a running back? You know, I thought about looking at my team, uh, especially before I made the trade that I did make um, just recently where, where I got there, Katarine Zeke Elliott. It's like, okay, I, re- I really just got to fill a hole here because I, I got a good chance to repeat. But I was able to make a trade instead where I could fill that hole. And now my top two running backs are pretty stacked. I got a nice receiver room. I have some people are calling Darren Waller the number two um, fantasy tight end. So I, and Dynasty, I've even seen number one some places too. But regardless, he's top three right now. So I, I really don't have any holes. So I might as well just get the best talent available. 
and that's pretty clearly those two guys, especially with the situation coming up in uh, Atlanta for Kyle Pitts. If Julio gets traded, like it sounds like he's going to, uh, there's, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunity there. So it's really just about getting the best value. And two things here. You mentioned if Julio gets traded, the value for Pitts is insane. Um, I agree. That's why I wanted to push the draft up before June 1st, because June 1st is when uh, a lot of money stuff happens and teams are going to be more willing to trade for older players like Julio, like Aaron Rodgers. So I wanted it to come up a little bit sooner, the draft come up a little bit sooner, so that Kyle Pitts would fall to me at five in my league. Um, and then secondly, you said you didn't have any holes. Uh, quarterback? No, excuse me? Josh Allen and Dak Prescott? Take a lap, pal. <laughs> the, the just pure shock that came at the... Uh, 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 <laughs> I love it. Literally, literally, I... I follow a ton of fantasy football stuff on Twitter. I've seen multiple stuff in the last because this is a pretty prime time for startup drafts for dynasty leagues. I've seen a lot of stuff where people are taking Josh Allen as the number one quarterback. I I love Josh Allen. I wouldn't do that. I think that's crazy. Um, just because it's it's uh, the way that they like those type of running backs play. It's unpredictable because of injury and stuff. But there's people that take him as legit number one quarterback, and a lot of people have Dak ranked as their two or three dynasty quarterback just because of that rushing ability. And I also wouldn't have Dak that high. But regardless, other people think that, so I'm I'm gonna use that in my argument. I, I I very much love my quarterback position there, or quarterback room, so suck it. And in that league, I am also competing. So it's going to be a fun little competition. We're in the same division in that league, so that's going to be fun. However, the other league, uh, we're, I, I, I wouldn't say we're competing, or I, we're definitely not contending. Uh, you might be competing. I just traded away Josh Jacobs, Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Green, and Trey Smith for four first round picks and a second round pick. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on that trade? Did you vote in the poll yet? I did not, but I, I'd vote for your side. I mean, it's, it's just an overwhelming amount of value. And I do, I really, really like Trayvon Smith this year. Uh, Jameis Winston, I think is going to be the starter. He's going to win there and new Orleans. And he's the kind of receiver that's going to work for him. He's not the receiver that works for Drew Brees. So I think he's got some real sleeper, you know, appeal there. Uh, but I mean, other than that, it, it's just a large draft haul. You're not a team that's really going to be doing much this year anyway. So if you can get some young pieces in, uh, you know, you got a hell of a lot of future assets. So you're set up in a pretty good spot. For sure. I'm building young Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, T. Higgins, George Kittle, eventually Kyle Pitts and five 2023 first round picks. Most in the league, only 12 picks in a first round. So very excited for the future there, but it's going to be a little bit unfortunate just giving away money for the next two, three years. So we'll see what happens. But Chase, I guess finally, before we end, how excited are you for John, who was last place in the league, to be serving you drinks all day because that's the punishment. If you came in last place, we're going to be getting served drinks and it's going to be phenomenal. Oh, it, it's going to be great. I, I look very forward to it. I uh, make sure, especially your draft, since we got nothing going on afterwards, I'm taking my sweet time on my picks. Be like, John, a little empty, a little thirsty here. Uh, you, you go get me that refill or, you know, where, where, where's my food? I'm going to take my sweet ass time. Oh, yeah, he is.
brutal. I I don't even like, I I do kind of remember it was that Derrick Henry trade, but like I just I don't understand how like the league your your league worked out so weird this year. It was just so confusing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chase, that's going to do it for our little fantasy football talk. Um, it was a shorter episode, a little bit of a weirder episode. However, we will never go without hockey name of the day. Absolutely not. Um, all right. We got Johannes Johannesson. <laughs> yeah, sir. That's the yeah, like guy that I always loved, Johannes Johannesson. So he's a Norwegian. Uh, he's 24 years old. He's a pretty solid defenseman, uh, legitimately. He kind of bounces around pro leagues. Uh, he, he developed in the Swedish system for, uh, I guess, season two seasons. Kind of played in the lower levels there. Got some SHL action. Uh, but he, he was a pretty prominent player in the Norwegian leagues. Uh, recently, you know, he played those last two seasons in Germany. Uh, he signed, um, sure, I think he signed back in Sweden next season just recently, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but, you know, he's a pretty decent player. He's always uh, in, involved on the international team for Norway. He's one of their uh, better players. He was, a, he was a borderline NHL prospect at one point. Kind of never really turned out, um, but he, he's someone who I still think can get a little better too. Um, we'll see him in the international stage. You know, we'll, we'll see him in future world championships, and we're seeing we know wherever that Norway Norway's been playing internationally, um, and maybe we'll see him in a league like the KHL one day. And I still sign him in shell franchise mode almost every time because yeah. isn't he like a high sixties low to, or I mean a, a medium top six defenseman or something? Yeah. Yeah, so I always love picking him up. He's a good AHL player for me and uh, a, a cool name overall. So that's going to do it for the shorter episode. Hope you guys enjoyed either way. And uh, Chase, we'll let you hit him with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to check us out on Patreon, we know we'd really appreciate it. You're not supporting just us, but that'd be the whole network. You can get some exclusive hockey podcasts and other content there. So make sure to go check it out. While you're at it, you know, just go follow us on Twitter at Bulls Broadcast. That is at Bulls Broadcast. Make sure to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. And you also cannot forget to follow WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. That way you're getting your hockey, your football, your general news, your random shenanigan bullshit. You're getting, you're, you're getting everything in there. So make sure to go follow all three of those platforms. Make sure to check out the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Find all the podcasts in the network right there. Boom, click the logo. Listen easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, rate us five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, and don't forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.